0: on today and we're going to be speaking uh, from the subject overcoming great odds in this new year. Amen. Can you repeat that after me? Overcoming Overcoming. great odds odds. in in this new year. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we ask right now and we're believing by faith that our heart's a good ground for the word that's going to be sown on today, and Lord we're believing that as your word goes forth, it's going to accomplish what you have set uh, for it to do, and uh, it will not return to your void in Jesus name. we pray amen. amen amen all right, amen, Brother Otis is going to help me today, and we'll see if he can coordinate amen and uh, with me since I don't have control. Uh, of my uh, presentation on today, but as we Amen. are here, and this is the fourth Sunday, fourth Sunday in January, uh, the first month of a new year, and uh, I began to think about how that uh, this year has just gotten started. New decade, new year, uh, great anticipation. Uh, And uh, I believe some meaningful things are going to take place. But it already seems like, for some of us, it already seems like that even (laughs) early in this year, that the odds are already against us. Man, there's some people that are facing some stuff already, and it's like, amen, it's just January. Amen. Some of this stuff we thought we left behind, In 2019, (laughs) and I believe the Word of God has an answer and uh, a message, and uh, that there is a prophetic nature uh, to God's Word. And God's Word is interesting how uh, it is applicable in 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 the history of when it took place. But it also can have an application in our day and time and in our lives. And so what we're going to do uh, on today is we're talking about uh, overcoming uh, great odds in this new year, overwhelming odds in this new year. Uh, We're going to go to a book of the Bible for inspiration. And that book that we're going to go to is the book of Judges. Amen. And... uh, In the book of Judges, if anybody's ever taken the time to look at uh, the book of Judges and study it, uh, one of the things that you'll find out in the book of Judges is that the book of Judges is about, amen, God's people, Israel, uh, in the old covenant, being in chaos, being in chaos. Uh, they had come into the promised land, uh, Joshua, uh, that, 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 the, the leader after Moses, uh, had uh, ushered them and helped them and God helped them to cross over into the promised land, a land that flowed with milk and honey, a land that uh, it represents to us in uh, typology, it represents uh, the life of a believer. But uh, one of the things that we found out is that there were still enemies that had to be conquered. And uh, by not following God's instruction and 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 uh, uh, totally displacing the enemies, uh, they, they, they they tried to short-step or half-do and uh, didn't do exactly what God told them to do. And so enemies were left in the land and... Uh, God said in Judges, I believe, around about the third chapter, he said, I I left them there uh, so that the generation uh, 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 that came out of, uh, the the, the generation that wasn't present that came out of Egypt, I left those enemies there so they would learn how to fight. Learn how to fight. And uh, when you read the book of Judges, uh, it is... uh, a, God's people in chaos constantly, uh, they, 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 would do, they, they, they would do good. Uh, while Joshua was alive, uh, the people said, we, we're going to serve God. Amen. Joshua said, choose ye uh, this day whom you'll serve. But as for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. And, and while Joshua lived, and, and the charismatic uh, uh, character that he had... Uh, the nation of Israel uh, 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 kept the, uh, the the covenant and, and, and the commandments of God and did pretty good. But Joshua died. And after Joshua died, amen, the folks started acting up. And uh, God would get displeased and he would release an enemy upon them. And uh, the enemy would overwhelm them and God's people would cry out uh, under the oppression And finally God would hear, and in the book of Judges, and it's called Judges, and I I, I got to thinking about it, you know, uh, the the term judge in uh, biblical time has a different meaning than the term judge that we use today. When we think of a judge, we're thinking of uh, the court of law and a a judge sitting behind a desk and uh, 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 handing out justice, In the Bible time, amen, uh, before Israel had a king, God would raise up men and sometimes women uh, who would be anointed deliverers to uh, combat the enemies of the people of God and overthrow them so that Israel would have peace once again. And they were called Judges uh we would call them maybe today champions or governors or uh uh leaders or uh what have you and 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 it seemed like a man in the book of judges in the book of judges there were 13 judges that uh, raised up uh to uh the deliverance of God's people but it seemed like it was a it, it was a constant cycle where uh uh they, they would sin and cry out to God and ask for deliverance and, and, and suffer and God would raise up a judge. Overthrow the enemy. And, 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 and the people would be grateful. And during the lifetime of that judge, uh, they did pretty good. But then when that judge passed off the scene, they go back into the same cycle once again. You know, some of us, have been living uh lives that are going through similar cycles. Amen. It's all in where I catch you at, Amen, in terms of where you are in your particular cycle. And uh uh you know uh we've got to get to the point to where uh, we do right not because of somebody else's charisma but we've got to amen uh we, we have the opportunity in 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 uh Under the new covenant, uh, they 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 uh, kind of thrived off the charisma of the latest judge. But I'm here to tell you, uh, uh, you don't have to uh, uh, depend on the charisma of the latest uh, uh, leader or uh, the the the, you know the newest thing. Amen. You need to have a relationship with God and something that'll keep you. Amen. Whether the leader is is there or not. Was anybody listening to me? So this was the pattern that happened in the book of Judges, and the book of Judges, as I said, about God's people in chaos. And uh, I think is 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 not too not too much different is different today. I believe that there are a lot of the so-called people of God who are in chaos today. So. Uh, why? why, why, why was it, why, why was it this pattern? Why was this happening? Uh, uh, when I said these are God's people, and Amen, surely uh, they serve a mighty God, and 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 why would uh, this happen to them? Why constantly uh, this cycle? Well, uh, I can answer that question, Amen. In the book of Judges, the seventeenth chapter, in the sixth verse, in Judges seventeen and six. Amen. Christian Standard uh, Bible translation, in Judges 17 and 6, it said, In those days, there was no king in Israel. And everyone did whatever seemed right to him. And that was the problem. Everybody did their own thing. They did what felt good to them. Everybody had their, 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 their own personal truth. Their personal truth. And they felt like, you know, uh, ain't nobody a king over me. We don't have a king. We don't have anybody to rule over us. We can do what we want to do. And that same uh, uh, attitude is pervasive in our day and time right now. Everybody's doing their own thing. And it seems like the rule is there are, are no rules. We make them up as we go, and I believe that Judges 17 and 6, amen, uh, 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 echoes what the problem was, amen, and why the people of God kept going through those cycles. Now, let's get to the text. We're going to talk about uh, overcoming overwhelming odds in this new year. And we're going to talk about uh, one who was one of the judges uh, that is mentioned. I told you there were 13 judges. And uh, very little is said about the particular judge that we're going to talk about on today. We're going to talk about Shamgar. Can you say that with me? Shamgar. Amen. if my uh, count is accurate... I believe uh, Shamgar was the third judge of the thirteen, And it's interesting that there are only two verses of scripture in the Bible that refer to Shamgar, just two verses. And uh, yet, I believe that in these two verses, uh, if we examine them... uh, we're going to find uh, strength and hope to overcome overwhelming odds in this new year. You all with me? Amen. amen. Judges 331, amen, uh, Christian standard version there. And it says, after Ehud, Shamgar, the son of Anath, became, a, uh, became judge, he also delivered Israel Striking down 600 Philistines with a cattle prod. Some translations say an ox gourd. Just one verse there. After Ehud. Ehud was an, uh, uh, the judge before Shamgar. And uh, I'm going to talk about Ehud in another Uh, message, uh, amen, Ehud kind of fascinates me because he was left-handed. And uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about left-handedness, amen, when I get around to Ehud. But we're we're, we're dealing with Shamgar today. After Ehud was Shamgar, the son of Anath, became a judge, and he also delivered Israel, striking down 600 Philistines with a cattle prod. A cattle prod was uh, a long stick of hardened wood that had a metal tip like a spear. And uh, it was, uh, many times it was from 8 to 10 feet long. And that was the tool that Shamgar used. And uh, when we read that verse that talks about him... Amen. How God used him uh, to deliver Israel, striking down 600 Philistines with a catapult. I said there are two verses of scripture in the Bible uh, that uh, talk about Shamgar, and uh, the next uh, place where we see him in the scripture is found in Judges 5 and 6. And in Judges 5 and 6, it says, In the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the main roads were deserted because travelers kept to the side roads. Amen. And this in Judges 5 is from what is known as the Song of Deborah. Deborah a man was a judge, a man after Shamgar. Deborah was a prophetess and a woman whom God used uh, to stir up the men of Israel and uh, to get them uh, to get up and, 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 and to go into battle and to overthrow the enemy. And in the song of Deborah, which is uh, biblical poetry, Amen. Deborah was inspired by what Shamgar had did. Shamgar lived as a contemporary of Deborah, and 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 he did in a region of of Israel. Amen. He overthrew the Philistines, and uh, when 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 Deborah, Amen, heard what Shamgar did. Amen. It inspired her. And so it says in the days of Shamgar the son of Anath in the days of Jael. Jael is another woman. Don't tell me God can't use women. Jael was another woman that God used to vanquish an enemy of the people of God. And uh, we'll we'll talk about Jael in another message as well but uh, just to let you know what Jael did. Amen. Uh, she killed the leader of, uh, the enemies of Israel, uh, of Israel's army. Amen. Cicero, uh, made the mistake of going to sleep in a tent that Jael had access to. And, uh, while he was asleep, he was a professional soldier. Amen. A mercenary by trade. Amen. But God let the irony of a woman, amen, take him out. Say something men. I don't care how bad you think you are. Amen. God's not to be mocked. And Cicero, as I said, he was a mercenary. And uh, amen, uh, fierce in battle. Amen. But he got but, but he got sleepy and tired and went to sleep. And JL drove a tent peg through his uh, temple. And took him out. Deborah was inspired uh, by the exploits of Shamgar, the son of Anath, and by uh, Jael. Amen. You see, in a time of chaos and fear, sometimes uh, individual and people, people will begin to think, hey, Amen, it's nothing that we can do about it. Amen. Somebody needs to do something, but it's nothing that I can do. Amen. But what I find, there's a message in the Bible that says, Amen. I don't know about you, but, Amen. You are somebody. And the Bible over and over again begins to amplify and magnify, Amen, the difference that one can make. Now it talks about here in verse 5 or verse 6, of Judges, it talks about how the main roads were deserted because travelers kept to the byways and the side roads. In other words, the enemy was so pervasive that the main thoroughfares, uh, they were afraid to go down the main thoroughfares for fear of being mugged, robbed, and killed. that remind anybody of any, anything recent? Amen. In some of our neighborhoods. It looked like the, the, the thugs, amen, uh, was controlling the streets. Amen. And uh, the thugs and the gangs had uh, taken over. And uh, people were uh, uh, going around the main roads and using the byways to try to get by for fear of being attacked. Hallelujah. Now, I told you we're going to talk about Shamgar. I'll get to Jael in another message. I'll get to Ehud in another message. But uh, the message today, we want to look at Shamgar. Even though there are just two verses that refer to Shamgar, uh, one of the things that stands out in my mind is that uh, when the Bible said that he used a cattle prod. And he killed 600. Seems like Shamgar was facing some pretty long odds. Amen. In fact, the odds that uh, Shamgar faced were uh, 600 to 1. I don't know what you're dealing with, amen, in the fourth Sunday of January of 2020. Uh, but I would venture to say uh, Shamgar's odds were well, a lot longer than the odds that you're facing. Am I right about it? Yes, amen. amen. Let's go on. Let, so so uh, let's see uh, from the text can we determine what were the keys to Shamgar's victory. Well, how, how was he able uh, to uh, make an impact in Israel? And, 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 and the text says he delivered Israel... Became a judge, and he killed 600 with an ox gourd. What were the keys to Shamgar's victory? Let's get into that. Amen. I've got four keys I want to share with you. Amen. And then I'll be out of your way. Uh, First, I want to talk about who Shamgar was. Um, There's a little controversy as to who was Shamgar. A little controversy about it. Uh, from what we see from his name, the son of Anath, uh, one thing that we uh, know for sure: Shamgar was not was not a Jew. Shamgar, um, and there are several possibilities as to his origin, uh, but Shamgar had uh, uh, transferred and moved in uh, to Israel as 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 other uh, foreigners had. And he was there in the land, but Shamgar uh, was not a son of Abraham. He was a he was a he, he was a visiting uh, a foreign uh, uh, resident there in the land of Israel, and um, you know, so uh, he didn't have a pedigree. One thing that I found uh, is that God will use who He wants. To bring about deliverance for his people, and you know, there's some of us that uh, think that you know maybe we weren't we weren't born in the right family, we're from the wrong side of the tracks, or uh, you know we're not well connected. See, the Jews prided themselves in being being able to go back into their genealogies and talk about who their granddaddy was and their granddaddy's granddaddy and the grand and and, and they were able to trace their lineage. And and, and 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 uh uh one of the things that was prominent in Jewish society was uh your family ties. And uh if you were going to do anything or up for anything, amen, they wanted to know who's your people. Shamgar could not Amen, he knew who his dad was. And, and even there's some controversy about that because Anna uh, 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 was the name of a, uh, uh, a, a uh, pagan goddess of war. And uh so Shamgar's lineage is shaky and sketchy at best. But you know what it's an encouragement to me when I look into uh, the shakiness of Shamgar's lineage, because that lets me know it's hope for some of us. That lets me know that God can use some of us, Amen. And 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 that is not a man about who you know, but it's about whose you are. So, what were some of the keys uh, to Shamgar's victory, Amen? Uh, the the first key is that he started where. He was. Can you say that with me? He started where he was. I don't know about Shamgar's past, but I know that Amen. When we find him in the Scripture, Shamgar was a farmer. He was a farmer, and he raised livestock, and uh, that's that. that, that and he he started where he was. Amen. He didn't have any credentials or uh, 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 anybody to commend him. But one thing that Shamgar uh, uh, recognized is that he was tired of letting somebody else dictate his future. And he made up his mind that he was going to do something about it. He started where he was. Amen. Amen. He refused to allow his enemies to control his life. Sometimes you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. y'all, y'all, y'all with me today. I say you got to get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Amen. He was a farmer and uh, and, and, and the other interesting thing that I learned in, in, in it was that the Philistines and, and these who the oppressors were. The Philistines, when they would come in and uh, attack a people, uh, and, 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 and uh, they were the terrorists, they were the bullies uh, uh, that Shamgar faced. One of the things that they would do is uh, when they were coming in to conquer an area, they would, they would get rid of all the blacksmiths that were in that area. Now, why do you think they do that? Yeah, they they got rid of all the blacksmiths so that the people in that area would not be able to have swords and weapons made. They 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 got rid of the blacksmiths and 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 then after they got rid of the blacksmiths, the ones that were farmers, they would charge them they would charge them in order to sharpen their plows and uh to sharpen uh, their pitchforks and to sharpen uh, uh, their their axe gourds or their, uh, uh, their, their their spears. They charge them to the sharpen them. The other thing that the Philistines did is they when, when they when they got the blacksmith, they tried to uh, monopolize uh, uh, the iron uh, making business. And so when they controlled that, they felt like that, that made the people more vulnerable uh, when they would come in and attack. I'm talking about he started where he was. I'm talking about Shamgar. So, so uh, it seems strange that his weapon of choice, amen, was an ox gourd. But if you understand the times that he was living in, that was all that he had. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He started where he was. Yeah. Amen. And uh then number 2, he used what he had. Yeah. Say that with me. He used, he, he used what he had. He got good with that ox gourd. Yeah. Amen. He got good with it. And 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 uh in, in some of you all, some of you all saw the movie about the Spartans. Anything any that you know, uh, the three hundred and, and the Spartans. Uh, do you remember, Amen? How good they got with those long spears that they had. Amen, uh, uh, you know when I you know I, I was thinking about you know a broadsword or uh, a samurai sword or what. But when it, when when I began to see the proudness, Amen, that those Spartans had with that with, with, with those swords and how they would do those thrusts. And how they a man held the shields and, and and would uh interlock the shields and protect one another and, and they and the promise that they had. Well, Shamgar practiced using what he had. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I'm here to tell you uh that every born uh every born again believer. Amen. I don't care what your circumstances are. I don't care what you're going through. Amen. Every born again believer has something that God has given you to work with. Every born again believer. I think about Moses. When God called him to go and to deliver the children of Israel from uh, under Egyptian bondage. Amen. What did Moses have? He had a stick. Moses said, God, I I, I, I can't go and uh, deliver uh, your people. Moses had grew up in Pharaoh's household. He knew the the, uh, proudness of the Egyptian army. Amen. And what God said, whatever you got in your hand. He said, stick. Throw it down. You know your Bible, when he threw it down, it became a serpent. Reach down and grab it. When you reach down and grab it, it became a man a staff again, a stick. And God used an eighty year old man. Y'all heard what I just said? God used an eighty year old man with a stick. And brought down one of the greatest world powers of his time. He used what he had. Amen. When they got where Pharaoh's army was pursuing him after they had let him go. And and the mountains were on the side. And Pharaoh's army was behind. And the Red Sea was in front of him. Amen. And, and, And the people were saying, you brought us out here to die. And he began to cry out to God. God say, what have you got in your hand? Stretch it out. Hallelujah. He used what he had. Amen. I think about David before he was king as a shepherd boy. Amen. Uh, and he faced Goliath. David used what he had. Amen. What did he have? He had a slingshot and five smooth stones in a pouch. The king, Saul, tried to give him his armor and his sword. He said, I haven't proven this. I don't know how to use this. But I know how to use this. He used what he had. Hallelujah. Amen. Going up into the New Testament, I think about, amen, the time when uh, the people had gathered to uh uh, uh here jesus and they didn't bring provisions uh uh to eat and uh they were weary amen in the wilderness and 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 jesus said uh uh we need to feed them and the disciples were saying uh, feed them amen there are no grocery stores out here amen we don't have provisions for all these folk there were five thousand men plus women and children Andrew said but Here's a lad with his lunch. What did he have? He had a few fish and a few loaves. Jesus said, make the people sit down. They're getting ready to eat. And he took a lad's lunch and fed over 5,000 men beside the women and children. Amen. Time and time again, against overwhelming odds, Amen. When God is looking for somebody to stand up like Shamgar and say, I'm going to start where I am. Amen. And I'm going to use what I've got. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, my question to you, Amen, is uh, what is it that you're practicing to be good at? What have you got? What have you got? And, 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 and not only what have you got. Amen, what are you practicing with to be good at? Because, you see, it's not enough just to say that God has gifted each of us, but, amen, we need to, we need to exercise and practice, amen, what God has given us in order to be good at it. Got folk that saying, oh, when God blessed me with a house. God bless me. I'd be so glad when God blessed me with a house. Amen. And right now you stand with somebody and you don't even help cut grass. Amen. amen. Hey man, you, 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 you stand somewhere, stand with somebody, and, and, and you don't even help make repairs. Hey, I'm waiting until, hey amen, God going to bless me with a house. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, uh, practice, amen, getting good where you are. Man, got some women, hey, amen, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm meddling, I know when I say this, but got some women, they, they daydreaming about when they're going to get married and they daydreaming about when Prince Charming is going to come. Hey, amen, they daydreaming and, 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 and when, when cooking is going on in the kitchen, they know where to be found. <laughs> they out there playing with their phone or playing with a video game. <laughs> oh, I know God going to send him amen, but he's going to starve when he get there if you don't know how to cook. (laughs) What is it that God has gifted you with and, and are you practicing to be good at it? Shemgar got good with that ox gourd. He would have liked to have had a sword, but there were no blacksmiths to make him a sword, but he got good with that ox gourd. Got good with it. The way you get good with something is you use it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Folks sitting up, amen, under ministries and and, and taking notes and saying, yeah, when I get my church, amen, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that and and, and we're going to have this and we're going to have that. Well, what about helping out where you are? If you have not been faithful with that which is another, who's going to give you your own? Hallelujah. Anybody getting anything out of this? Talking about overcoming overwhelming odds in the new year. Let's go to number three. Talking about the keys to Shamgar's victory. Amen. He started where he was, he used what he had. And he did what he could. He did what he could. Hallelujah. You see, when you think about those odds, 600 to 1. I'm going to tell you something right now. God's got to be with you. And I'm going to tell you something else. You don't take on 600 at one time. Y'all hear what I said? You, you you don't take on six hundred trained and skilled warriors at one time. He did what he could. Amen. Uh, what do you what What did he do? You start with the first one. He didn't take on six hundred at once. He started with. One, the first one. Y'all with me? See, see. A lot of times we read stuff in the Bible. and We say, "Wow, wow! Look what God did!" But I'm here to tell you, Amen. God will give you a strategy. God will give you a strategy. And 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 how do you how do how, how do you how do you how do you how do you, how do you uh, overcome six hundred? Not all at once. But one at a time. So you start with one and then you go to the next one. And, 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 and I think, uh, talking about number three, he did what he could. I think what uh, makes cowards out of a lot of us is we look at the big number. Yeah. We look at how big... The obstacles are, how many the enemies are, and we look at the big number and we don't even try. I say, no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. Amen. Uh Jesus said, I am the way. Yes. The truth and the life. And, and 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 we're looking at it the wrong way. We're starting out looking at big numbers, and what we need to do is we need to focus on little numbers. The first one. How do you win a championship in sports? One game at a time. One game at a time. How do you go to the Super Bowl? One one, one game at a time. It might seem trite. It might seem, amen, but you focus on the enemy at hand. You focus on what you're facing at hand. Don't worry about the others that are behind them. Don't worry about amen. But amen, don't worry about the number six hundred. Deal with the one, and then after you've dealt with that one, then deal with the next one, and then the next one, and then the next one. How do you lose weight? One pound at a time. See, someone out, I need to lose fifty pounds. I need to lose seventy-five pounds. I need to lose twenty-five pounds. Amen. Uh, uh, some of us look at the, the amount of weight that we need to lose and we can discouraged before we even start. Start out with the first pound. And then after the first pound, work on the second pound. And if you have a a, a a a setback and 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 you know, Thanksgiving and Christmas and amen, some of the holidays, and then if you have to get back and start all over again, start all over again. He did what he could, and and I think there's a key, uh, in uh, the book of Judges there, in the song of Deborah, uh, where uh, she talks about uh, how she talks about in the days of Shamgar, the son of Anath, in the days of Jael, the main. Roads were deserted because travelers uh, kept to the side roads. They, they took the byways and the winding roads. Amen. I don't believe Shamgar uh, took them on head on. I believe Shamgar fought a guerrilla warfare tactic. Amen. He, he'd take them off in small numbers. He, he'd cut them down in small numbers. Amen. He fought a guerrilla warfare Hallelujah. And, and he was focused on the one that was in front of him. That, that was his focus. And after he got rid of that one, and got rid of another one, and, 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 and the other thing, let me say, about doing what he could, it took time. Some of us, we want our victory to be overnight. Your victory is not going to be overnight. It's going to take time. And, and, and he kept knocking off one, and knocking off another, and knocking off another, and, 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 and catching, and knocking off another, and knocking off another, amen. And after some time, when they began to up the Philistine graves, 600, hallelujah, 600. For some of us, that enemy that's facing us with overwhelming odds is debt. And, and, and we sit and wishing that publishers' clearinghouse would knock on our door. Amen. We drive by and we see the lottery and, and the Powerball signs and we're thinking to ourselves, God, Help me dream some numbers. <laughs> God, you, you, I, I, I pay tithes. <laughs> but did you pay tithes on what you got? If God can't trust you with what you got, how's he going to trust you if you hit lotto? Amen. Some, amen, sitting around, amen, wanting to, amen, get rid of the, 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 the enemy of death, and, and they hoping that somebody with some, uh, 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 an inheritance, amen, has put their name in a wheel and they waiting on somebody to die and they can inherit it. Right. No. Amen. I don't, I, I, I'm not trying to close any doors, but I don't know anybody that's got some money man is going to die and I'm going to inherit it. I think I'm going to have to do the same thing that Shamgar did. Amen. Right, hey, I'm, I'm going to have to do what I can. Right. And, 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 and uh, there's some techniques, and I, I'm not going to take the time in the message, but you can look them up. Hey, Amen. There's some techniques to, uh, uh, it's called the debt snowball. Yeah. Where you start out with your smallest bill and pay it off. And 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 after you pay it off with the interest you save and and what then you, you go with the next biggest deal. And and do what you have to do. If you gotta work overtime, if you gotta sell something, or uh whatever you gotta pay off the second biggest one. Amen. And then you keep snowballing and snowballing and snowballing, amen, and, and the next one and the next one and the next one. And and and, and like Sham you keep you keep sticking to it. Amen. Sticking it, sticking it, sticking it. And after a while, you will take time. But after a while, you'll look back yeah. and be out of debt. Yeah. Talking about how to overcome overwhelming odds in the new year, he did what he could. You all got that one, yeah. Amen. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> Talking about the steps to Shamgar's victory, Amen. The steps to Shamgar's victory. I I, I heard one. Uh, preacher that I respect and he was talking about Shamgar and uh, he said that uh, one of the keys to Shamgar's victory was in his name and that his name uh, meant he who listens to God and I did my research and I, I, I tried to uh, look up and, and verify, and, and and I wasn't able to verify uh, from the sources that I have that Shamgar's name means he who listens to God. I couldn't verify that. I couldn't find that. But one thing that I do know, to be successful, y'all hear what I said? Yeah. One thing I do know, that a man to have the success that Shamgar had, he had to listen to God. I don't care if that was a, what his name meant or not. And, and, and again, hey amen, uh, that encouraged me again. Because, hey amen, it, it, it don't matter what your mom or daddy named you. Right? That's not the key to your victory. The key to your victory is not what your name is. The key to your victory is who you're listening to. Who are you listening to? Yes. And I'm here to tell you, careful who you listen to. Yes. Some of us, we're taking advice from the wrong folk. Yes. I ain't gonna camp here, but I need to I need to I need to touch this just a little yes. bit more. Yes. I say we're listening to advice from the wrong folk. Some of you women, and, 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 and I'm gonna get to the men. I, I, I believe me, I don't have anything against the women. Y'all, y'all hear me? Yes. I, I, I got, but but some some women, amen. When it comes to relationship advice, they' listening to another woman. They don't even have a man. Can't keep a man. Amen. Run a man away. And but they gonna tell you, amen, what you need to do to get a man. And tell you what, well, I wouldn't take this, and I wouldn't take that, and I wouldn't put up with this, and I wouldn't put up with that. You might be listening to the wrong advice. You know what I saw happen one time? I I, I ain't going to call names, but I I, I can picture it in my mind's eye. I saw somebody that was getting advice from another woman about problems that they were having with their husband. And they were confide, confiding in another woman about the problems that they were having with their husband. And do you know it wasn't long before the other woman and their husband was gone? Oh. Better be careful who you're listening to. And it's not just a problem that women have. Like I said, I'm not picking on women. Hey Amen. Uh, 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 some, of, some, some of us men. Hey Amen. We, 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 we get advice from the wrong source. Uh, I'm, I'm 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 picturing uh, anybody ever gone to a carnival? Amen. Uh, they it used to be when I was a kid, the carnivals uh, would come to town uh, at a certain time in the summer every year. anybody anybody old enough to remember the Royal America when they come to town? Amen. Uh, uh, Ringland Brothers they come and, and so forth. And uh, there were some smaller carnivals that uh, would come to our neighborhoods. and they had the midway. Amen. And, and as you were going down the midway, uh, uh, there were different tents that would be set up and there were what they called barkers. Amen. And they would say, hear ye, hear ye, hear ye. Amen. Or it was other uh, 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 phrases that they would use. Amen. Come, come, come on over here, over here, over here. Amen. Over here, over here. And, and, and they'd be trying to get you into this one. Amen, to spend your money. And it'd be somebody over here trying to get you into this tent. Amen, to spend your money. And they'd be saying, oh, amen, we've got the most exotic. Amen, you haven't seen something like this. And and, and the whole key is for you to go in there and for them to get what was in your pocket. And, and, and sometimes with those carnival... Attraction, they'd be glad to give you a stuffed animal. You didn't, you didn't put fifty-five, sixty dollars in, and and they're gonna give you a little teddy bear. You didn't pay for it, amen. Many times over, games of so-called chance, but the chance is. Amen. The money in your pocket is going to end up in their pocket because the game is rigged. Oh, yes. Yes. Got to be careful who you listen to. Shamgar listened to God. I'm not saying that that's what his name meant, but he had sense enough to listen to God. And you know what? You ain't got to be, you remember I said earlier, Shamgar was not an Israelite. He was not of Jewish amen, descent. Amen. He was a a a, 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 a a a foreigner that came in and lived among the people of God. Do you know what? Sometimes people who have not been raised in church will make better listeners than some of us who grew up in church. Why? Because we used to it. We know how to do church. Amen. We used to it. We've heard it, but we, we think we've heard it before. Amen. But amen. Sometimes one coming in from the outside will we'll we'll, will we'll give the most earnest heed to what God had to say. And that's what Shamgar did. He listened to God. Hallelujah. And and uh, over in uh, Proverbs 4 and 10, it said, Listen, my son, accept my words and you will live many years listening to God can mean the difference between a short life and a long life listening to God and 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 as i talk about what shamgar did shamgar made such a dent in the philistines Occupation of the land that that man single handedly with an ox board, single handedly with an ox board, made Israel in his region safe once again. And the word got out. The word got out and, amen, uh, it was noised abroad until a woman named Deborah heard about it. And when she heard about the exploits of Shamgar, and she heard about Jael, amen, finishing off Cicero. And she said, wow, God can use anybody. And God began to speak to her. And began to stir in her. And she said, but I'm just a woman. And a wife. My husband, Lord. But God didn't speak to her husband. God spoke to Deborah. And it stirred up something in her. See, that's why you tell your testimonies. It stirred up something in her to where she had to go find the one who was supposed to be the leader. Mm -hmm. And say, God said, it's time. God said, it's time. We got to do this. Amen. You're well able to do this. And the men, see, they hadn't heard from God. She heard from God. Oh, when, 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 when you take out time and hear from God, it makes a difference. The men, like, they, they, they've said to her, if you go, we'll go. And that's another message. Amen. Hallelujah. You all get anything from the word today? Amen. Let's stand on our feet. Last Sunday of the first month of a new year, because for some of us we've we, we've hit some obstacles already in January, and the enemy's trying to take the wind out your sails. But I'm here to tell you, don't let him do it. Amen. What's in your hand? What are you good at, man? What are you practicing? What are you practicing? Amen. What are you practicing? Amen. It might be your business plan. Amen. Practice that thing. Get that thing right. You, amen. You might not have a business yet. Amen. And the folk that you're talking about a business to, saying, you ain't did you ain't nothing in the past. You, 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 you ain't going to. Amen. They might not believe in you, but that's all right. Practice it. What, what are you good at? Practice it. Thank you. Practice it. Yes. Amen. Amen. Start where you are. Amen. Use what you got. Do what you can. And keep listening, not to the naysayers, but listen to God. And you'll be an overcomer. Hallelujah. And and we'll be able to rejoice and celebrate with you. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look away to God. Heavenly Father, I, I thank you for these, the people of God. And Lord God, I believe that their heart's are good ground. And the word that was sown here today is going to produce fruit. Lord, I I, I thank you that I was preaching to overcomers today. Yes. Thank, you, Jesus. thank you, Jesus. And uh, Lord, I look forward to the testimonies. I look forward to the praise reports. I look forward, oh God... Uh, uh, to uh, the special testimonies that are going to be shared in this year 2020, amen, of a people that are overcoming. I, I, I look forward to it, and I thank you for it, right now. And I thank you, God that this word, amen, is not just going to reside in these four walls, but it's going to go forth from this place to accomplish what you set for me to do. Hallelujah, amen. And so, God, as we as we uh, draw the service to a conclusion, oh God, and, and, and while we're praying, while eyes are closed and heads are bowed, Lord God, I ask that uh, Holy Spirit. Uh, I thank you for your presence in this place, and uh, I ask that you would deal with ready hearts and minds. And Lord, if there's anyone that's here uh, that 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 is not saved, or Amen, maybe a, a backslider, something has. Uh, Interrupted their fellowship, their connection with you. And they don't want to leave the same way that they came. Lord God, uh, not putting anybody on the spot, but we know that you are a prayer answering God. We know that you're a prayer answering God. And so